Up next, another episode of 30 Wise with Taylor, Derek, and Kurt. We are glad you are listening. Find us on Facebook at 30 Wise Podcast or send an email to 30wisepodcast at gmail.com. And now, what you all came to listen for, 30 Wise. Enjoy! And welcome into the 30 Wise Podcast, episode number eight. We are, I'm here today with Derek Delaney. Welcome back to the Ocho. Kurt Orchard. Hello, hello. And myself, Taylor Herman. Um, we're excited to uh, kick off another episode here. It is finally turning nice. We've hit our first 70, possibly 80 degree day, I think, today. So It was yes. over 80. It was over 80. 80 too, all right, ticker. all right. Yeah. So, um... My wife, my wife was up north. She flew in a chopper today, nice. and she's like, "It was sixty-five and perfect where I was." So I was Beautiful. very jealous of her yeah. when she was up there. But I mean, she flew in a chopper, and she gave you a weather report. And get tell to you, the chopper. How was the chopper Wait, ride? Was she auditioning for a weather girl? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, it was good. She had a she had a great time with live weather chopper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also checking on the on the traffic for you. Checking <laughs> traffic and weather in the air. Yep, exactly. Checking out the weather patterns, the clouds, and all that kind of stuff. But um, so, with the warmer weather, our favorite thing to do as males in the summertime in Minnesota is to mow the lawn, yard maintenance in general, yard care, yard care. Okay, it's, it's absolutely the purest form of adult peer pressure, manhood. You see your neighbor mowing. You see, your, <laughs> you see anyone else mowing, and you're like, I got to get out there. Hey, you out there today? Can I say it? That is the, I mean, that is the most unfair way to get judged. Because if you're older and retired, you're going to have a perfectly manicured yard. Because you have your time. But when you're our age and you have a job and you got kids to take care of, and your yard looks crappy and it's like five days uh, and your kids aren't overgrown, yeah, and they're not old enough to do it. That looks bad on you, but what, what are you supposed to do? Well, it's, it's like tonight. I'm looking outside, and all I hear, I look outside, and I can't see anybody, but I can hear the buzz of lawnmowers everywhere. And it's 7:40, and I'm like, oh crap! It's supposed to rain the next four days, isn't it? I should probably mow the lawn. Yeah, let it grow. So, did you mow it? I did mow it. it took so me 40 minutes. Your first lawn mowing of the season? No, no, like fourth or fifth. Okay, so do you How many do any? Times have you mowed? Derek? This I mowed my first time tonight. What? Yep. I still haven't mowed. Yes, hold out. I'm Don't give in to the peer pressure. I did. I still see my car, so I'm good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's always so you, you can compare this to shoveling your driveway in the winter time. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing, except when I if I want to show my masculine side in the winter time, I'll go out there in shorts, boots, and a hat and a t-shirt and shovel the driveway can't go out there in a speedo because it doesn't look the greatest no <laughs> on feeling, my lawn no feeling from the waist down sorry Eddie, you're an only child yeah. <laughs> but it goes back to okay i've got i've got two types of lawnmowers i've got a rider and a push mower you got two lawnmowers two lawnmowers you must live out like out in the country then right no i live in town wait you live in town yeah. and you have two lawnmowers yeah. you must have like three lots i used to but you have one lot now. I have one lot and now. And two lawnmowers. Yep. Okay. Well, you are when you had three lots to take care of. Plus, he was going to start Taylor's trimming wow. services. <laughs> Jeez. He's going to start driving around the hood. Yeah. Mowing people's lawns. But 
I but my neighbors across my neighbor across the street has a riding lawnmower. My other neighbor across the street just bought a zero turn riding lawnmower. So, so what do you do with your push lawnmower? I edge with my push lawnmower. <laughs> I gotcha. I've got enough landscaping where it has to be done that some way, and and I also use a, a weed whacker. Okay, so you have it all then. I have just the push mower. Yeah, and the weed whack, the weed whip, or weed. I have I have a push mower, no weed whacker. So of us three, I'm the real man. <laughs> Because I am skilled enough with my lawnmower to Ooh. get in the tight spots where I don't need a weed whacker. Ooh, nice. You drop. don't have the crazy corners in your landscaping either. True. I'll give you that. Yep. So that's where or it's the like... the grass, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Especially in the front yard. <laughs> I dropped $1,500 on getting new sod in my front yard. And for some reason, half of it's grown back this year. It's died. It's better than it was. Yeah, definitely better than it was. It looked really good last year before winter showed up. <laughs> well, good news, Derek. Taylor and I are here to give you and our listeners some lawn care, some lawn maintenance tips. All right. Today. Thank you. So what are your best tips? Absolutely. Um, so, Taylor... It's not about how... It's not about how fast you mow. It's about how fast you... Or how good you can mow fast. Isn't that the, the saying from John Deere? Sure. <laughs> All right, great tip. (laughs) So, Derek, a few things that I do every year. um, Well, not every year. So every three or four years, I was telling you, like I said, I haven't mowed my lawn yet this year. What I do is instead of paying them to come out and fertilize my yard and everything, is I will let the grass grow up until it starts to seed every three or four years and just let it fall and naturally just fertilize and regrow the lawn. Um, And then... I never mow very short the first couple times. I usually have it on a five or a six. Try to go slow, do a couple mowings, maybe early on in the year. Um, The key thing that I always find too is to make sure that you're changing up your pattern. Uh, You never want to just It's like a good haircut. Yeah. Sometimes I'll do left to right, right to left, vertical. North, south. Yep, north, south. Uh, Sometimes I'll even get fancy and do diagonals. Ooh, like the baseball field. Yeah. Or the golf course, Mm -hmm. my favorite lawn. Okay, so you gave me the what, but why? So, just like Taylor's saying, like a good haircut, you need to get it cut different ways. uh, Because if your grass gets gets mowed... That makes no sense. Like a good haircut, you cut it different ways. Fair enough. Terrible analogy, but keep going. you got to mix it up. Mix it up. (laughs) You're still rocking it from high school, man. No one's buying that. (laughs) Derek's still got his weave that he's going with. He hasn't changed his hairstyle in 30 years. Cute. Since I've known him, Justin Timberlake had his afro. Oh anyway. boy, I got this. Yeah, and he, <laughs> and he changed it up. I changed so mine anyway, too. The reason you mow your lawn in different directions is because grass remembers, and so if you're mowing oh. in the same direction every time, it's going to start to lay down that way. Okay, naturally. Or you could be more aggressive with what you do. You can mow. You can fertilize. You can spray. You can aerate, you can roll, all of which I do. You can thatch your yard. So there's different versions. There's different which ways you to do it. You need a rider mower for that to thatch. I you believe. pay somebody to do it. You pay someone to do it. You pay somebody to do it. Exactly. So I I had my yard aerated this year. I laid down fertilizer. Then I mowed. Then I mowed. Then I mowed again. And then I laid down some spray to kill the weeds because. My yard has been overtaken by the weeds because of the three lots that I had on both sides. And then, now that those are dead, in that spray, I also put some insect repellent down so that way I don't have to deal with ants. And then... 
continue mowing regular basis. Another layer of fertilizer probably in a week or so that's going to help with the weeds but also encourage the growth. And then at some point I'll bag it just to get some of that dead grass out of there and then continue down the road. All right, so my question to you guys is I have big trees on my property. So my front yard gets very little sunlight and not a lot of rain unless it's a downpour in the middle of summer. And the evergreens that yeah. kill all the grass around there too. Because yeah, your soil is acidic. Now. So yeah, how do you how do you fight that battle? You need to fertilize more. No, I fertilize. I get like five applications a year. Find, <laughs> you need to find a. Uh, Wait, you're paying for somebody to apply fertilizer, and your yard looks like crap. Yeah, he's coming from forty miles away. But I don't have any weeds. It's good. And yeah. it probably looks I, a lot I, better I, than what it would if I didn't. I, I only pay for the weed treatments, not the fertilizer. But anyway, um, another. So back to your tree situation. What you do is you you go down to the Home Depot or the Lowe's or your local hardware store with your wife, and you find a mulch <laughs> color that looks really good because you're never going to grow grass there. Just quit and throw down some nice mulch and just live with it. How about this? Do you I think this would look, mulch. Do you think yeah. this would look too bad if I just cleared the entire front yard and put in rock? Like they do in Arizona and Las Vegas. What about an astroturf? Are, are you taking the trees down? How much does a good astroturf cost? <laughs> a lot more than you're probably wanting to spend. No, just ballpark it. More than for your whole lawn, or just in the front? Just in the front. Are you taking the trees down? No, we're probably talking. Well, then there's no point in four or five thousand money invested into that. If I'd ask it. It, it's have astroturf. Astroturf. Okay, like the bike lawn, like U.S. Bank Stadium with Field. Pine needles. <laughs> Perfect solution. He's got a great hitting. Hey, we got to think about this. We Chip put and a, putt we, all day. Exactly. We, we yeah. put up a nice uh, yeah, uh, hitting net. All over the place. Yeah. Oh, I got a leaf blower. Just clear them oh, off. Yeah. Get a nice hitting net. We go over to Derek's. We don't even need to go. <laughs> all right. Last. So, okay. Go ahead. Well, then I had another one. Um, so this time of year, especially if you're paying for someone to come through and spray, or if you're spraying your yard for crabgrass or dandelions yep. itself right now. Uh, the base thing you don't want to do is some people have like little weed pickers that they'll go through and they'll it'll grab most of the dandelion plant. Because have you ever tried to pull a dandelion out and it usually snaps off right at the base? It's a real bee. Yeah. So what you don't want to do is you don't want to do that this time of year if you're paying people to come through and spray for your broad leaf plants. Got to hit the because it needs to hit the leaves to get absorbed into the roots so that it kills it from the root. All right. So I- if you're out there pulling them right now. They're just going to come back. I got to say, when it comes to killing weeds, I have done more of that than you guys have probably ever dreamed of. Mm-hmm. I was actually licensed by the state of Minnesota to kill weeds for a living. For what? Summer job. Nice. Oh, yeah? Green lawn services. Ooh. You, okay, you work for a lawn service I've, and you suck at lawn no, care? No, I work for Semex Harvest States. <laughs> he just doesn't have time. In the summer oh. hustle. Oh, well, because he doesn't that, have well, time. You have that rider, so you can go four or five times. Hey, we're not talking about weeds. We're talking about getting the grass to grow. <laughs> yeah. I can kill anything. It's getting it to grow is where I struggle. Yeah, when Lori and I first moved in, she took the roundup and was like, I sprayed the weeds in the yard. I'm like, no. no. <laughs> All right, did that really happen? Yes. So when okay. you tell that story to her father, what does Brian Pyman say about it? He shakes his know. head and says, grab me he's another like, beer, please. Well, he's like, <laughs> yeah. he no, probably, Crown and Coke. Think, Pour said, me another drink. And he said, well, you learned, right? Yeah. He said, yep. We it was an expensive mistake. <laughs> well, it didn't. You know, she, I think she only got like she spots one sprayed. side of the yard done. And I was like, please stop. Please stop. <laughs> 
So we had a couple bare spots, but it was fine. It's back now. Memories. Memories. Do you take some pictures of Live it? Live and learn. No. The other piece about yard care is your landscaping. And keeping up with landscaping can be a real pain in the ass if you're not careful and if you don't have the right plants. Because our when we moved into our house, we had those awful red like thorn bushes, things that were just a pain in the butt. You ha- if you trimmed them, they just fall on the ground and you just step all over them in the summertime. If you didn't trim them, they look like garbage. So we just pulled all of our stuff out for the most part last year just to get rid of it. I didn't want to see it anymore. And now it's like, what do we do now? So landscaping is always one thing that's like, do you want to have it? Do you want to... Because I don't mind just the rocks and having that there look that, but yeah. are you wanting to have something else in there? So, and, Well, even with the rocks in this area, and probably in a lot of areas, you get the wind blowing everything in there, so eventually it's yeah. not just rocks. It's weeds. You're picking weeds. Yeah. Oh, quick story for you guys. So yeah. uh, two weekends ago, my mother-in-law was in town, and she loves doing landscaping with my wife, and she does a phenomenal job. So Landscaping or just planning? La- planning and landscaping. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say landscaping, but planning. Planning flowers. Which is a lot of the landscaping. Yeah. So I would take my landscaping over your guys's and take your guys's grass over mine, but that's a different story. But I got to say, so we have those prickly bushes too, and my wife was cleaning out the old leaves that were stuck in between there, and all of a sudden she stopped and screamed, and there was a dead rotted squirrel in the pile. <laughs> so, so when you're talking about things get blown in the rocks and are there for a while, did you yeah. have to pick it up? Did, so. she put, did she toss it out? Nope, we made her do it. You Because she grew up on a farm. <laughs> So she oh, should her, be used to it. Her mom made her do it? Is no. that what her mom said? I told her to. Oh, yeah. Where were you? In the front yard picking up sticks. Ah. Trying to, trying to make it as easy for my grass to grow as I possibly could. Picking up all those pine needles. So that's, we'll, we'll have to follow up on that because I got yeah. a good feeling that maybe with a little bit more rain, a little more sunshine. And if you follow our Some of that grass seed, but yeah. Yeah. Some of that grass you could, maybe, maybe hey, I got but you shot. could also just add some grass seed to it and see and hope that it does because that's cheap. That's a good point. Ten bucks, yeah. go buy a bag of grass seed and just overseed it for a little while. It's probably a little late to do it right now, but next year or in the fall, just overseed it and let it kind of grow a little bit and then let it go dormant. Good tips. Well, I will keep you guys updated on how that progresses. Good deal. The, uh, the other thing I want to talk about tonight, I was watching TV the other day, and I can't remember what commercial it was. But it was it was about something. What? <laughs> it was okay. It was a commercial. The guy hops out of bed and the first thing he does is brush his teeth. I gotta ask you guys: Do you know anybody that the first thing they do when they get out of bed in the morning is brush their teeth? I don't. I, t- I told you this earlier. I do. My my wife will brush her teeth. Lori. Before we have breakfast, before she has her coffee, I I don't understand it. Does she again. brush it again afterwards? Sometimes. Not always. So what's the point? I agree with you. That's what I want to know. I no, I'm just, I'm just, and I think more people than we think get up in the morning and brush their teeth right away. Well, I mean, sometimes it's just got some bad breath right away in the morning, but generally she'll brush again before she goes into work. I just, I like to have that fresh taste of whatever I'm eating for breakfast that first bite. Yeah. I want it to. I don't want it to taste like toothpaste yeah. or if I, if I want to drink orange juice or if I want to drink any juice. Coffee yeah. Order. Well, I mean, I'm not a coffee drinker, but if I want to drink any kind of juice or milk, anything other than water, toothpaste just doesn't V8. mix well. Yeah. <laughs> a nice cold V8 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> that gets you going. Maybe with, with some, some <laughs> That and some prune juice and 
Oh, see, I, you're ready to take on the. I completely I missed the reference, Derek. You mix V8 with a little vodka, a little sure, Worcestershire sauce. Throw some vegetables in there. Meat stick. What do you call that? A really tough morning. <laughs> okay. All right, Bloody Anyways, Mary boys. All right. So, <laughs> so, but what, what more? How more would you like to delve into this? <laughs> okay. Fresh? So if okay, if you're not brushing your teeth. What's the first thing you do in the morning? I get up and I eat breakfast. Okay. So actually, no, I get up and you feed the dog. Because that dog is probably up at like 4, 4.30 in the morning and we let it sleep in bed. Oh, boy. Which, by the way, I think is the right way you treat a dog. Anybody who Depends does not... how big the dog is. Well, regardless of how big. If you don't let your poor dog sleep in bed with you, you're, shame on you. You're... you're you insane. King, Cav- King Charles Cavalier, which was a dog designed to sleep in bed with kings to keep them warm. Yeah. So your dog was built for sleeping in bed. Mastiffs are not. What are you going to do with the? What are you going to do? What are you going to do with? I know. What are you going to do with a dog that's the size of you? Let it sleep in bed. You got a king size bed. Over on you. Why don't you just push him away? It's only thirty wise with two hopes. <laughs> Yeah, that is something no one would want to listen to. Why? Okay, I, I still don't get why people sleep with their dogs. I don't get it. I mean, I understand the connection. I understand all of that piece. You don't have to get into that. I still don't get it. If I'm going to sleep, I want to sleep comfortably. And I want to. If I'm going to cuddle with anybody, I want to cuddle with my wife. So why do you sleep not with your dog. wife, Derek, or Derek? You had dogs growing up, right? No, you did not. have. No. So this is your first dog. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, so you're really, spoiling did you have the crap. Dogs no. Growing up. I had I had a dog. Okay. Always outside, never inside. Okay. Yeah. And my dog slept in the back hallway. She would hang out, but she never jumped into bed. She was never that kind of dog. So you emotionally scarred her. No, she. Knew. How big was your dog? It was a black lab. Yeah. So every every so dog so wants to sleep in bed. So let's not classify your dog as a dog because it doesn't go above the knee. And when my cat can eat it. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to say that okay, that's, not a, so that's not a possibility. Here, here's, here's the other thing with, with letting your dog sleep in bed with you. See, our cat sleeps at the foot of our bed, which Maya probably sleeps at the foot of your bed. No, I'm she's guessing. all she over at night. She sleeps right next to you. Does she ever wake you up in the middle of the night? Yeah. Like, okay, see, Because she'll come up and have sleep on your pillow. I that I don't want. The cat I, stays at my feet. And if I did have a dog that slept with me, that's probably where they'd sleep anyway. Half the time, especially with the new... with. Jonathan, I'm up in the middle of the night. I usually move my feet or I kick the cat. I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad about kicking the cat. I would feel bad about kicking a dog because okay. dogs have feelings. Cats are emotionless. They are. I agree with you. They're the devil. <laughs> that's that's a totally true statement. Yeah. So if I accidentally kick the cat out of bed, I'm not losing any sleep. I uh, see, and that's the thing. Like I don't, I don't get. I mean, again, I don't have that. I don't have the animal situation. I don't have all that going on. So maybe it's just the fact that I don't get it. But we also didn't let our daughter sleep in bed with us to to make sure that it was a habit. We didn't do any of that kind of stuff. That is a great point. I don't think anybody wants their little kids sleeping with them. But you some would be. Do. But so many people Shocked. do. But How many people, people do, do want co-sleeping? And why is it the point that when the kid comes in in the middle of the night or when they're crying, it just easier to let them sleep in bed one time and the one time turns into two depends what age you're talking to like two to three some people two to three some people co-sleep with their kids right from day one it's not recommended anymore let's talk about people do it let's talk about time like 
two to three years old. The yeah. kid, the kid's sleeping not in a crib okay. anymore. Yeah. Say the kid can get up out of their bed, walk into your bedroom in the middle of the night. Perfect example. 4 a.m. Yes, uh, two days ago, Jonathan got up, was hungry, brought him in. Lori was feeding him, and all of a sudden, I thought the cat was crawling on me. And Lori's like, can you put Henry back to bed? Because he had crawled up on top of me. <laughs> and uh, I was like, hey, bud. He's like, hi. And I'm like, hi, Dada. Uh, do you know what time it is? Uh, is it morning? Do you see the sun? Nope. Back in bed. So I walked him back into bed, <laughs> gave him a hug, gave him a kiss, and said, I'll see you in the morning. Went back to bed. And that's just a hard line in the sand. I'm but, not going to let him exactly. sleep in our... You gotta, you gotta no. love how innocent they are, though. Oh, Because yeah, exactly. they have no idea. Right. Morning I mean, yet? Exactly. My heart <laughs> oh, exactly. Moment, but I'm still not going to let him sleep in my bed. It creates habits. So we Because never, he doesn't sleep either. Right. We never let our daughter sleep in bed with us. And then we went to Duluth for a weekend. And three days, three days in a hotel sleeping in the bed with my wife. Because we had, we had two different beds. So I slept by myself. My wife slept with our daughter. We didn't want to bring the pack and play whatever reason. I was like, we have to bring the pack and play. My wife was like, we're not bringing the pack and play. I was like, okay, I'm not sleeping with our daughter. A lot of hotels will give you one, by the way. That's Sorry. a whole Sorry, different no. story Sorry, that no. I'm not willing okay. to use a pack and play that's provided <laughs> by a, a hotel. Yep. So what happens when we get back after three days of sleeping with mom in the bed? It took us a week to break our daughter of <laughs> not wanting to sleep in bed or not being able to sleep in bed anymore. So it was an awful, painful process of getting that done. So, all right, back to the original question. Kurt, what do you do first thing you wake up? Usually we'll uh, get Henry. Henry will be up also. <laughs> so I'll see if he needs to uh, use the facilities. And then we'll have some cereal and talk about how our night was. And he nice. tells me about his dreams. So what's your favorite kind of cereal? Oh, um, Cinnamon Life. Ooh. Ooh. Yep. That's a good one. He likes it. Hey, have Mikey. you... Okay. So have you ever had... They make a Cinnamon Toast Crunch Churro cereal. Ooh. That sounds delicious. What? Cinnamon it's Toast a, Crunch is a very good one. Too. Right. Anything with cinnamon in, in the morning? <laughs> cinnamon? <laughs> cinnamon in it? But it's a it's churro. Delicious. It's a churro. You know what it's, a churro is? Is it, is it some like off-brand? Like, no, it's cinnamon a toast crunch churro. By definition, uh, cinnamon toast crunch. But pretty That's much. A good point. But it's the churro. They make it in a churro, and it's cinnamon toast crunch in a churro. And they call it churro. Have you guys? <laughs> have you guys ever had Kashi Goldine cereal? I have had that. They have a Kashi peanut butter one. Ooh. It's awesome. Nice. It sounds expensive. And you get no. It's pretty much the same price as the rest of them. You get your protein. Do you eat, Taylor? There's some, plant, there's some plant stuff in there. Derek's expensive. <laughs> I'm hot But I have a heart. So I let my dog sleep with me. We all have hearts. And when I eat my Just breakfast... How I don't big have, are they? When I eat my breakfast, I don't have toothpaste in there to ruin exactly. it. Exactly. So I can really enjoy the taste. So I buy the classic stuff. Yeah. So I, so, I get up in the morning. I use a facility, as Kurt says, to be polite. I shave... It literally is the old or the old adage of I shit, shower, and shave, and I have breakfast. I've been shaved in days. <laughs> you're you're like not that. working. Yeah. <laughs> good, good for you. <laughs> but and then I so I I I usually go eat before I shower, and then I brush my teeth before I shower, so that when I'm done with my shower, I'm ready to roll out the door. You know, I put my. My uh, aftershave face lotion on, 
I put my deodorant on, I get dressed, and I'm out the door. Wait a minute. So you're not up in the morning working out? Not right now. Wow. Are you? Yeah. Bull. When I'm not injured. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So even when we just had Henry, I used to be... First thing in the morning, hop in the shower. That was like my cup of coffee. I didn't even need coffee or anything like that. I would just jump in the shower. That woke me up. Love shower in the morning. Yeah. It's the best thing. So going back to breakfast. So I was never a huge breakfast eater. My wife converted me. (laughs) She is a huge like eggs and toast and bacon. And I'm like... Can't beat it. I'm still always been sold. I'll just do cold breakfast. I'll do maybe, you know, cereal, maybe a yogurt. So if you had the if you had the option to do a hot breakfast like eggs, toast, bacon, or cereal, you'd choose cereal. If I'm making it myself, yeah, because generally Uh I wake up I'm not starving, and so to me, if I you have to remember I have a 13 week old, so normally I'm like stumbling to the kitchen, and I'm just like I want food. Or usually I don't even want that much food. I just eat with my son because otherwise he tends to not sit at the table real well. Okay, so this this brings up something else. Yeah. So who cooks in the family? We both do. For the okay, so I'll make Lori, highest percentage of food made. You or Lori? I, I I'd have to say it's pretty close to even. To be honest with you, I would say I'm more, but not. But it's not like it's probably like. 60, 40, 75, you know. She'll do a lot of the meal 70, 30, that kind of thing. And then we'll make the food together. All right. Derek, we know you are 10% making it and Courtney's 90%. Making food? Yeah. No, it's not even close. It's me. Because usually, <laughs> she usually is working. That's true. Uh, four out of five nights while we eat supper. Okay. And my cooking skills aren't that great until it gets warm enough where you can grill. But... I mean, we nowadays our routine is get home from work. I change, we feed the dog, and then we all take off to go to the park if it's nice. We on play the at the park on the weekdays. Oh, weekdays after work. Then we play at the oh, park. On the, okay, sorry. We play at the park till six thirty, yeah. and then we get back, and then seven o'clock rolls around, and Courtney's usually off work by then. We decide if we want to eat something. So Ben does a later dinner. Yes, he yeah. usually prefers that. Does he get a snack? Yeah. When you guys go to the park, yeah, yeah I'll get him. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, and that works just fine. So, speaking of food, before we run speaking out of time, of grilling, yeah, we are again entering summer, so we cannot end an episode without getting a TBT. TBT. Taylor's barbecue tips. Taylor, what do you have for us today? So, one of the things that everybody loves to grill during the summertime is hamburgers, beef, but. How many people know how to cook a really good steak? Kurt? I feel like I do. You can? Yes. Derek? Oh, yes. Oh, yes? Okay. So one of the things that I've been playing around with a lot last year, I'm going to start again this year, is the reverse seared steak. So instead of hitting it hard and fast right away, you hit it low and slow for a long period of time, and then you hit it hard and fast at the end. Well, well, you flip it, then hit it hard and fast, right? No. No. So... You're, we're talking low and slow for a good 30 to 45 minutes. On a, on a completely thawed piece of meat? Or is it a little frozen <laughs> to lock in the juices? Why are you freezing your steaks? Let's not talk about what Derek okay. does. Anyway. Wait, <laughs> no, no, no. Hold on. Who does not have a deep freeze with steaks in it? Oh, well, right. I do. But what do you guys you thought missing now? And then you let it. And then 20 minutes before you put it on the grill, you bring it to room temperature. You put it at room temperature. Derek likes to cook his steaks Frozen? Yeah, that's what the best it? way. Okay, that's fine. Derek's got anyway, his own method. Back to Taylor's. Uh, 
So, again, let's assume this is a thawed steak, not a frozen steak. That's a fair assumption to make, because it <laughs> could be different. that disclaimer when you put this recipe <laughs> Everything on, that I'm making, up. or everything that I will talk about in these segments will be thawed completely. Not frozen, not anything. So you need to start experimenting in that, too. <laughs> frozen meat? Yep. Okay. I'm telling you, it holds the juice in better when you it's, cook it from frozen to... Okay. Cooked. It's debatable. We could. We could have a. We could. Hey, we could have. We'll a, have a Delaney's debate next yeah. week. Okay. Or, or a cook off. We could have a cook off. Perfect. We and could. then we'll arm wrestle after that. Oh god. Here we go. Okay. Right, continue. Back to the reverse here. But again, you you cook it low and slow for a good amount of time, and then you crank the heat up really high, three to four minutes on each side. It obviously depends on how well you like your steak, but then the premise of that is you're going to get a more evenly cooked piece of meat and you're also going to be able to cook it better to the temperature that you want it interesting so we'll throw up a recipe on there we'll get you some instructions on how to do it and it depends on what you want to do because you could do it one of two ways you can do it fully on the grill or you can do it on the grill to start with and then you hit it in a cast iron pan at the end to get that really nice crust on it so it all depends on how you want to finish that sounds good i got a a question for you because i don't know if this is a wise tale or not but I heard when you're cooking steak, a thawed piece of meat, you put one side down on the grill and you put a really cold plate or bowl on top of it. And as soon as that plate or bowl gets hot to the touch, you flip it. And that side that the bowl was on is still kind of cold. And as soon as you flip it, it cooks it really fast while the other side's already cooked through. And then you pull it off the grill. And the center is perfectly pink and juicy. I think you just made that up. I did not. <laughs> is that how you'll be cooking our steaks for the cook-off? I like, can't tell you that because okay. scale is still my idea. Frozen <laughs> and with a bowl. I can't wait. All right, folks. That was episode eight. Thanks for joining us. Uh, make sure to check out our Facebook page, 30 Wise Podcast, and email us any topics you would like to talk about or any comments you have on the topics we have discussed at 30wisepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. We can't wait for you to join us again. God bless America. God bless America. Woo-wee. Oh,